0: Inside ADHD is ADHD Families' official podcast that provides parents with current research about ADHD and strategies for helping their children. ADHDfamilies.ca is a resource website for parents of children who have ADHD. All of the resources have been evaluated by experts in the field of ADHD, so parents can feel confident that they are receiving trustworthy information. For more information, visit ADHDfamilies.ca, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. If you have a specific ADHD topic that you would like to hear about on our podcast, please send your suggestions to ADHDfamilies at canlearnsociety.ca. And welcome to Inside ADHD, the official podcast for ADHDfamilies.ca. My name is Krista Forand and I'm a registered psychologist at the Can Learn Society in Calgary, Alberta. Today's episode, we're going to talk about routines. So we're going to talk about what routines are, why they're important... Um, how many times individuals with ADHD have a lot of challenges with with routines and then we're going to talk a bit about how to create and actually do routines and then also around troubleshooting or problem solving when the routines don't seem to be working so well. So to begin, what are routines? Why are they important? Routines are short sequences of activities that you do in a particular order the same way every time you do them and we'll talk about why that's important in a bit here. It's very important to understand that routines are not schedules and to understand the difference between routines and schedules. So like I said before routines are short sequences of certain tasks or activities whereas schedules are larger or more entire plans for say your day, your week, your month. So an example of a routine, the really big ones that we'll probably be talking about today in this episode is the morning routine, the bedtime routine. We also have things like after school or after work routines, exercise routines, cleaning routines. So these are um, shorter amounts of time that have activities within them that um, get you to an end goal we'll talk a little bit more about that. In contrast a schedule would be say for example your plan for an entire day or week. So these would include specific work activities, recreation activities, errands. Schedules might include several routines within them but the schedule is more about what you're actually up to for that entire day or for that entire week. So today we're really going to uh, focus on routines, why they're important and how to implement them. So remember that routines usually last a very short amount of time so they could be you know anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour or perhaps less depending on what it is. They're important because they allow us to do certain things without thinking too hard about those things. And this then helps us save time because we don't have to constantly be asking ourselves what do I do next. The routine helps you to sort of flow smoothly through those activities or tasks to get to the end so you can get on to the next thing. And for children having good routines brings predictability and clear expectations into their lives. So it helps give them some structure and know what to expect. I would also argue that's also why routines are good for everyone no matter what your age is, because it brings in structure and predictability into your life. Routines help us to stay organized with our time and our belongings. So for example, if we have an evening routine that involves putting things that we need for the next day by our front door we're going to save time looking for those things in the morning and then perhaps may feel less likely to feel rushed due to wasted time looking for those important belongings in the morning when we're trying to get out of the house. So we're trying to not only organize our stuff or our belongings, but we're trying to avoid feeling rushed and feeling stressed. That's what routines are really helpful for. Children and adults with ADHD often struggle with routines. And like I just said, this creates stress getting ready in the mornings. It contributes to things being forgotten. So like perhaps a child forgetting to brush their teeth, or um, an older adolescent or adult grabbing things like their cell phone or their house keys, and this ultimately leads to stress. So a lot of time gets wasted when certain activities are not organized into a routine because the person has to constantly think about what they're doing next. For children and their parents, this often looks like a lot of reminders and perhaps even arguments um, during times like getting ready in the morning as children with ADHD tend to get sidetracked while getting ready and then their parents have to constantly check in with them to ensure that they are on track. So these are those times of day where routines can be very helpful not just to save time and stay organized but actually to um, improve family relationships. So how do we create and actually use routines? Um, Deciding to create specific routines for yourself and your child can be very helpful. The two biggest ones that I think are really important are the morning and the bedtime routine. Being consistent with both of these helps with sleep um, when you're talking more about the bedtime routine and then it will also decrease stress in the morning when you're trying to get out of the house on time. And like I just said, may even improve family relationships because they'll be less arguing because there's more predictability, consistency, and structure, and therefore the child knows what's expected of them during these times, whether it's bedtime or morning. So the first thing you want to do when creating a routine is decide what routine you're actually going to create. So are you going to do morning, bedtime, are you going to do something different? Perhaps you're an adult and you want to make a routine for when you first get into your um, office in the morning, those kinds of things. Or perhaps you want to do an after work or after school routine um, uh, or cleaning or exercise routine. I'm going to use the morning routine as an example because it's a pretty important one for most of us. So once you decide what routine you actually want to do, then you need to make a list of all the things that you would actually need to do during that time. So for example, in kind of a simple, typical morning routine, it may look something like this. First, wake up, then have a shower, then get dressed, then make and eat breakfast, then brush teeth then grab lunch and other belongings, and then finally leave the house. So the important thing to remember for the morning routine is that there may be things that need to be done the night before in order to make the morning go more smoothly. So some of these things might include making lunch the night before, laying out the clothes for your child or for yourself the night before, and putting your belongings that you need to take with you That next morning by the door. It may also include checking in with yourself or your child and determining if something something out of the ordinary is happening that next day such as needing to bring your gym bag with you because it's a day that you plan to work out after work or perhaps reminding your child that uh, grandma will be picking them up from school today instead of dad. So it's also a good time to check in when there are things that are not necessarily um, always occurring on a daily basis or something that's kind of out of the ordinary is happening. To make sure that if you need a, an item or a belonging for that thing that's out of the ordinary that it's placed by the door or um, perhaps a note to remind yourself to, you know, go to um, your doctor's appointment in the afternoon, those kinds of things. So once you have your list of items for the routine, you want to check them over and decide if they are in an order that makes sense to you um, or to your child, and if you're the type of person who needs to shower to wake themselves up in the morning, then put the shower early in your list. So make sure that your routine makes sense to you. It may not look like everyone else's, but it has to work for you or for your child's needs. So for children's morning routines, they should not involve anything that is not actually important to getting ready to leave the house. Because that's the goal of the morning routine. Getting ready and being prepared for your day and to leave on time. So something that's not really important for getting ready is watching TV. Now unless they happen to be ready early, then TV can be at the end of that list while they wait for other family members to get ready. Putting something rewarding at the end of the list can also be a good reinforcer for children to stay on track and get ready in um, a more reasonable amount of time. So parents could make an agreement with the child that if there's a time, if there's some time to spare at the end, that they may spend some of that time watching TV or doing some other favorable activity that they like, um, something that can be easily interrupted when the family's ready to leave the house. It's really important that you post your routine or your child's routine in a place where you're most easily going to see it and have access to it when you're doing that specific routine. If you put your routine inside of a page protector and then use a dry erase marker you can reuse it over and over again. So if you're doing a morning routine you may want to post that in the bathroom or in the hallway near the bathroom. Um, if you were doing an exercise routine, you would have that with you wherever you're working out. Some children and adults may need to keep the routine with them as they move through the house, completing each activity. In this sense, it um, helps you to stay on track. So the routine or you know, the piece of paper that you're using acts as a visual reminder to stay on track that this is what I'm doing right now and this is my goal for this time period. Parents can help their child to stay on track by reminding them to check their list. So the child can then check off the items for themselves as they complete them. It's also a good idea for parents to model doing their own routines to their children. As children will pick up on this and see that using routines as a skill is valuable and useful to them and to their family even though it may be years before they can fully do this these kinds of things on their own. They will pick up from their parents um, when they see parents using these types of skills. So now that we've talked about how to um, create a routine and implement it, we can talk about maybe some issues that might come up when you've decided to do this. So one may be that they're that there doesn't feel like there's enough time to complete all of the tasks in the routine. So if this is the case we need to consider a few different things. So first you may need to give yourself or your child more time to complete the routine. If you are still feeling rushed in the mornings and you have a good routine that you're using, one basic um, solution might be that you just need to wake up earlier to give your child or yourself a bit more time for these activities and you can pre- you can possibly determine this by timing each of the activities and finding out roughly how long each piece of the routine is taking. So you would time, you know, the shower piece, then the getting dressed piece, then the breakfast piece, those kinds of things. Time each one. You may realize that some things are taking way too long. So if you're getting stuck in the shower, if you're an adult and say you're getting stuck in the shower, because you start thinking about, of, uh, about a bunch of things and you're kind of off in your own thinking and it's taking way too long, then this is where timers really come in handy. So you may want to use a timer to limit the amount of time that you spend in the shower. And there are actually some uh, sand timers out there that have the little suckers on the back so you can stick them right inside the shower on the tile. Um, so any time where things are taking too long in the routine, then you want to really consider whether a timer might be helpful to cut back the time on some of those pieces. Parents may need to use timers with their children if if the child tends to be moving slowly through the routine or taking longer on specific routine um, items that should only be a few minutes. Another issue that you may want um, it, another issue that comes up is that you may be trying to put too much into the routine. So only things that are essential to achieving your goal should be in the routine. If your goal in the ru- in the morning routine is to get out of the house with all of your important belongings and breakfast eaten, cause I think breakfast is very important, then these things need to be in your routine and they need to be um, essential to your routine. In contrast, TV is not important to the goal of getting out of your house on time with the proper belongings, neither is playing video games. So those things should not be a part of what you're doing in the morning to get out of the house. If you're an adult and you create a routine for when you first arrive at work, uh, you also want to ask yourself, what is the goal of that routine? What are you trying to accomplish by making some of these activities a little bit more automatic and and, uh, routine and predictable? Is it to get yourself organized for the day? And if you say yes to that, then part of your routine would likely include checking your schedule to see what's coming up for that day. In contrast, it would not include checking Facebook because Facebook wouldn't actually help get yourself organized for the day. If the routine still feels too big, even when removing things that don't contribute to your ultimate goal or the reason why you have the routine in the first place, You may need to create two separate routines. So we'll give an example using an exercise routine. If the exercise routine includes some cardio, perhaps running on a treadmill, or um, riding a bike, weights, and stretching, but you always feel rushed to get it all done, or you always run late because you do do it all, but now you're running late to the next thing you need to be at. You may need to decide that you only do do certain muscle groups during your weight section of the routine, and perhaps alternate those muscle groups on different days. And you may also decide to shorten the amount of time you spend on cardio. So that would help you then to not feel rushed while you're doing your workout routine. And it may also help you to get to the next thing that you need to be doing on time and feeling less stressed. And these changes that you would make would obviously be based on your personal goals for exercise and the priorities that you have for um, your exercise routine and how important it is to you individually. So you can see how um, we want to make sure that when we use a routine we're not creating extra stress for ourselves by trying to cram too many activities into that routine. Routines are there to help us actually save time, organize ourselves and our belongings, and not to actually create extra stress. Other issues with routines may be um, with keeping up with consistently following them day after day after day. So for children, parents may need to add additional things like positive reinforcement. So this could be things like um, time doing favorite activities. So an example might be if the child successfully completes their, all of the items in their morning routine and they're able to leave on time, they might earn five minutes um, on an iPad or five minutes playing their video games that they can then do when they get home from school. And those minutes can obviously add up throughout the week, because um, every morning there's a morning routine. And as the child matures, these external reinforcers at some point can be removed or decreased as they, as they learn to see how the morning routine actually helps them um, feel less stressed and get them out of the house prepared for their day. Adults can also reward themselves for completing routines. So think about, if you're an adult, think about the things that you enjoy. Perhaps you have a favourite coffee from a a favourite coffee shop, or you like watching movies, or, you know, you want to eat out at a particular restaurant. This can help keep momentum going. So you might decide that if you get your routine done and you're out of the house on time, um, that you would go and get your favourite coffee for yourself. It's also equally important for parents to verbally praise their child for completing the routine and for adults who have ADHD to take a moment to recognize their success with routines as well. So we're not shooting for perfection, we're just shooting for progress and movement towards using routines more and more, um, using them more efficiently, uh, so that we in- increase, uh, decrease. Sorry, our the stress in our lives and the rushing that we tend to do. So, what's important to that is to always recognize when you or your child has successfully completed a routine, and take a moment to let that sink in. Because uh, we tend to, with ADHD, focus on the negatives or the setbacks or the failures that we have. And we tend to brush off the successes. We need to always remember to um, take a moment to give ourselves praise for those successes that we do. Another important thing here before we end is for parents to consider um, the importance of involving their child and their child's input when creating the routine. So if the child is able to contribute their own ideas to the routine and feel like their opinion is important, they're more likely to actually engage and buy in to doing the routine. And uh, just a big thing to remember in general when working with children with ADHD is any strategy that we use with children should be done with them, in collaboration with them, not to them. So, I hope these, um, these strategies for developing and implementing routines have been helpful for you. I encourage you to try them out with yourself or your child. If you'd like more information about routines and about ADHD in general, you can visit ADHD Families and in future episodes we'll talk about um, something that's very much related to routines which is time awareness and time estimation so stay tuned for future episodes to learn more about that thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time listening to inside adhd the official podcast for adhdfamilies.ca for more information about adhd and how to help your child visit adhdfamilies.ca follow us on twitter and subscribe to our podcast in itunes or your favorite podcast player if you have a specific adhd topic that you'd like to hear about on our podcast please send your suggestions to ADHD families at canlearnsociety.ca